Welcome to Stories of Expansion, created by Gosha Gona and me, Wun Tan. This podcast shares inspiring expansion stories. We speak to amazing guests who have turned the biggest challenges and fears into blessings for themselves and others. We will be exploring how they've overcome their personal and business challenges to create a bigger impact and make a difference in the world. We will learn how they have survived and blossomed in times of challenge. We believe that the world needs us more than ever before. It is time to stop procrastinating and playing small. Let's show up more fully and achieve what we're here to do together. So with me today, I've got Gosha Gona. So Gosha, you're a transformational coach, a seer, a healer, a visionary, a soul messenger, an intuitive, a clarity doctor, a pathfinder. So these are some of the things that, uh, that you identify with. And so let's jump straight into this, right? So for people who don't know you, I mean, I think most people who are listening to this would know you at some point. Um, but please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your process because I know you've got a, a, a very important um, tools that you have in, your, in the way you work with other people called the expansion game. So let's, let's jump straight into it. Can you introduce us to, to this whole concept? So thank you so much, Juan. Uh, I am a, transforma- a transformational coach, as you said, but I prefer to call myself expansion accelerator. Mm-hmm. I help people to go from where they are to what they truly want to be, rather to where their soul wants them to be. We all came here to do certain things on this planet, to make a difference, to contribute with our talents and gifts. And majority of people play small, I would say. They hide, they procrastinate, they think they are not good enough, they think that other people are better. And, uh, but they do have this strong desire to make a difference, particularly now. So what I do, I help them shine more brightly, get the message more clear, so they know what they want to say, how they want to put it across. And, and one of the most important things that I do, I help them to get rid of the fear that it's in the way, or maybe not even get rid of it, because it probably never goes. It basically uh, dissolves itself and comes back in a different form, because fear is there to expand us, show, and it shows us where to go next. So if we're afraid of it, we probably need to go and do it, right? So it's not so much about getting rid of it, but it's uh, about understanding it and uh, accepting its invitation to grow and expand and play. And so I, uh, I mostly work as a coach, but I also uh, am um, intuitive. So I do use intuition a lot in my one-to-one sessions with my clients, seeing the gifts and their talents. Uh, and, and I see where they need to go to share their greatness at the highest possible level. I see also what's stopping them and how I need to help them. Uh, I also run courses and um, the technique which I have created called the expansion game, it's all about turning fear into, into success, turning fear into miracles, fear into impact. And it's quite a delicious, impactful, fun, 
and powerful tool which I came up with by mistake. Could you give us some insights into how it works? Yes, exactly. So, um, so basically, what, what happens is that when we have a fear, let's uh, let me give you an example of my own fear that I used to have, and it was um, fear related to writing a book. So I had a, <clears throat> I had this uh, technique that I have developed during one of my sessions during uh, a session with a client, who was um, scared of dying. She had cancer. And she desperately was scared of dying. And she was so scared of dying that she didn't, she was not able to live normally. She was uh, crying every day and she didn't eat, she didn't drink. She was basically slowly dying of fear, not of cancer. And I've used all the tools and techniques and nothing worked. So um, during the session to stop her crying. And then I asked my guides, I said, please help me to help this woman to walk out of here peaceful. And this idea came to in, in my mind to help her accept the worst possible scenario for a moment. And uh, just for a second or two, if she could embrace the possibility that she may die and stop fighting with it, then maybe she will be able to find some peace and indeed i've asked her to 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 say something that sounded crazy to me too i've actually essentially asked her to say i allow myself to die and i'm looking forward to it and she was very shocked uh that i've asked her to say this she complained <laughs> but then i said to her please please say this let's experiment because you've got nothing to lose she said indeed she said that I allow myself to die and I'm looking forward to dying and meeting my mom and my sister because they, they had the same gene and they've, they died a few months, a few years before. So she repeated this after me and then I've taken it to the other side. So I intuitively felt that she needs to look at the other side, which is that she may live a very long and happy life. So I've asked her to say, I allow myself to live uh, till I'm 101 and have my wonderful husband, children, uh, do my painting, record movies because she was an artist and write, uh, write books. And I'm so much looking forward to um, express my talents and gifts and live a beautiful and long life. And I'm looking forward to it. And as I ask her to ex ex um, expand the fear one way and then expand the vision the other way. And it was a little bit like, like um, being on a swing, go from one extreme to another. And I was getting, the fear was getting worse and worse and worse. In fact, her biggest fear wasn't dying, we've discovered. It was never fulfilling her um, purpose in life, right? That was wow. her biggest fear. Yeah. And when she realized it and we named it, and we said, and, and I asked her to say, that I allow myself to never fulfill what I came here to do and never do what I love. And when she said it out loud and she recognized that it's one of her fears, she heard it and she breathed into it and she relaxed into it. It sort of took the edge of the, of the drama of it, of the fear, and she relaxed into it. And we, we went on for about five minutes going backwards and forwards. And basically she stopped crying. And she went like, wow, um, that's really powerful. Thank you. Um, and then she walked out of that place peaceful. She wasn't jumping for joy that she had cancer, but she was able to be peaceful. And when I've realized that I've got something helpful, 
I kept on testing this on other people throughout the whole day and the next day and the next day. So soon enough, dear one, I had hundreds of people who've successfully shifted their fears, particularly fear of not being good enough, fear of being judged, criticized, fear of being visible, fear of um, people telling, thinking that they, they are a fraud. Yes. And so a lot of fears that people have in business, I call them expansive fears, fears that we all have to learn how to deal with if we are here to share our greatness on this planet. Every single uh, of us would need to learn how to deal with the fear. But you see, the problem is, I'm, ne I'm nearly finished, is that often we don't know we are afraid. So I, for instance, kept on uh, using this, those, those tools on people. And when they kept, kept on asking me, Gosha, do you have anything in writing? Do you have a, a document that I could take home and share with my husband, with my friend, with my child? I would always say, no, I don't. And they would go like, why not? And I said, well, I'm too busy to write it. And they kept on waiting for me for years and I wouldn't write it. And you see, the reason being is that I, I was dyslexic, right? Uh, I didn't even know I was. I was av avoiding writing. Writing wasn't easy for me because I was making all those mistakes, right? I could talk easily, but not write. And, uh, and um, people would ask me on a weekly basis, when is your book out? <laughs> yeah, and, the, and I would like, oh, yeah, I'll write a book. But when? And I would come up with long-winded stories. So when we procrastinate and, um, and we play small, we typically are afraid and we don't know about it. Yes. And this is the worst kind of fear that we are being eaten alive. Our talents and gifts are being stopped, right? And we play small and we don't know about it. And other people know it sometimes, but sometimes they get fooled as well, you know? So anyway, and, and, the, and the story is very funny because I went to a birthday party and I was sitting around the table and everybody introduced themselves because people didn't know each other. And it came to me, you know, uh, the round came to me and they said, who, who are you? And I said, my name is Gosha Gona and I help people to turn the fear into success. And the woman who was there said, oh, really? How do you do that? Show us. So I said, uh, is there an, anybody here on the table who's got a fear who, um, that it's stopping them from living the best life? And this woman, show, you know, put the hand up and she said, yeah, yeah, I'm a painter but I don't paint. <laughs> I'm afraid of painting. And I go, oh, fantastic. And I did the exercise on her. She cried. She laughed. She was so, you know, moved by that exercise that lasted only maybe 10 minutes that she decided to go home and get her brushes out and paint. And I went around the table and I did the miracle after miracle after miracle. And um, this woman said, have you got a book about it? And I went like, oh, no, no, I don't. And she goes, why not? And I went like, oh, well, because I'm so busy. And she said to me, Gosha, this is fucking bullshit. You can, <laughs> you can edit the fucking, right? Uh, but I'm quoting her words. She said, I can see straight through you. You are scared like everybody else. Go home and do this exercise on yourself and send me um, a proposal. And I'll take it to her house in two weeks. Right. So um, 
So then I did. I went home and I made uh, a list of all the fears, all the worst possible possible things that will happen if I write my book. I'll be judged, I'll be criticized, I'll be laughed at, I'll be criticized by, by psychologists, which is the worst one, you know, because they will have proof that I've, I'm speaking nonsense. And yet, thousands of people have already been helped by that uh, technique by then, and I would not do it because I didn't know I was scared. So this technique was done on me. I've done it or used it on myself. I woke up with, you know, inspired, you know, desire to act. And I just sat down and I wrote the book. Um, and it's a simplified version. So if I spoke, tell you, told you the whole story, I would be here with you for eight hours, but that's it. <laughs> so, so that's the, that's how the, the, the technique was born. Wow. I, I, I think that's a brilliant story. I think it's a it's such a interesting thing that you discovered it by accident and then you sort of tested it out and mm. now you're actually really bringing you know helping people through this technique and and obviously you've written your best selling book mm-hmm. the expansion game which I highly recommend people to check it out um it's a it's such a brilliantly written book and you sort of break it down into very simple steps people can take action immediately um, and and even just going through those questions like you would make a difference um, and so I highly recommend people to, to check out your book so Gosha um, what is the reason why you choose and why you decided you wanted to create this podcast with me hmm Exactly. Yeah. Let, let me tell you the truth now. <laughs> so first of all, I've wanted to have my own podcast for many years. Uh, you know, I've been listening to podcasts for years. I love going for walks. And I always, when, I, when I'm on my walk, I typically like to listen to something. Yes, yes, I know people say you should switch the phone off and connect with nature and all of that. But I like to listen to things. So I like to listen to podcasts, but I also like to listen to videos. And I, and I always thought, gee, that would be so wonderful to have a podcast and to share with people and interview all those great people. And, and it always gave me so much joy. And I've already started interviewing people, but I kept it to myself. I didn't share it with people for some strange reason. And so it stayed in deep in my heart, my soul, this desire to, to do that. And then... And then I met you and I actually met you for the first time, I believe, at the conference in Manchester a few months ago. And you jumped on the stage and delivered an excellent uh, presentation and you got everybody uh, recording their podcast straight away. And it was very practical and was so easy. And I thought, my God, it's not like a rocket science. It's so obviously doable, you know, and I got very inspired and... And I thought then, oh, I would love to learn from you, but you're probably so busy and so expensive and it'd be so complicated. You know, like that that's the fearful mind that gives you all this bullshit, right? But then I discovered that we live next to each other. I was thinking, yeah. oh my God, I've got the benefit here before, in front of all those people. <laughs> He's my neighbor. So I must, must, must invite him for dinner. But it didn't happen, obviously, because of all the coronavirus and all of that. But then we bumped into each other on the train, going to the same course. And we started speaking. And 
when you when no, you talk, even even yes. before that i went to your event oh yes of course yes yes you yeah. were there yeah but um the, at, the, at my event you had an opportunity to see who i am but i didn't really have opportunity to get to know you any better but then when we were traveling backwards and forwards to london for that course for the weekend course we started speaking and i realized what's important to you and it was the specific day when you said to me do you know this guy who has written a book um the diamond cutter you know the monk who yeah um, who become um diamond um he went into diamond business and made millions of pounds and 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 he believes that um you know you should be making money on something that is making a huge difference the first give 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 make a difference and then you receive right and he said and you said to me and that's what i want to do you know i i want to make a huge difference and then maybe if the money comes that's great right but that's not my focus they should come together you know uh, and you we talked about karma and uh, i realized that you listen to similar podcasts and uh, you read similar books like anita mojani and all of that and i realized that your soul is very pure and you are extremely um high vibrational being if there is a word like that and i thought oh my god wouldn't that be amazing um to do something and then obviously we, we, the whole coronavirus we were speaking on the train and somehow we came up with this idea how 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 would it be if we could create a podcast called the Bless blessings of coronavirus yeah that and, was the initial working title <laughs> yes and we got so excited about it but then i told my boyfriend about it and he goes this is a really bad idea <laughs> Because this, I cannot think of a worse name this, than this. Do you want to be killed? Uh, do you want to attract hate to yourself? And he was actually quite right. He said, all the people who, who have lost their businesses, went bankrupt and lost their loved ones, if they're going to listen this, to, this, um, to this podcast, if they see then the title of the podcast, you'll be dead meat. <laughs> And he and I, and first I thought that he's just uh, trying to you know disqualify this great genius idea. But then I asked a few people, and none of them liked the title <laughs> <laughs> for that particular reason, right? Yeah. And so we then we brainstormed very quickly. It was only about a week ago that we came up with this idea, right? Uh, we brainstormed the ideas and we came up with the Sto uh, stories of expansion because uh, my book is about expansion life is about expansion what you do is about expanding people and their brands so and and everything is about stories so i thought wow uh, what a great what a great um, title so and so the reason i wanted to work with you is because you're a specialist in this field but you have you've got a huge heart and i know you are there to help people thank you that's a uh... It's such lovely to hear hear your reason, and uh, and obviously this is the amazing opportunity to to really um, work together and really create something good. Mm. So, let's um, come back to the the interesting point, right? Which is what's happening right now, which is this coronavirus thing. Mm -hmm. So, could you share with us some of your experiences of what's happening? And what's been some of your benefits or blessings that you've experienced in the, yeah. you know in this period? Yeah, they were immense. Uh, I, I tend to be very busy always in my life, and 
because I want to make so much difference, I often leave the things which are very important to me till later. And uh, there could be things like tidying my bedroom, right? Tidying a cupboard, um, writing something. And all the, there, there was the whole list of things that I wanted to do for myself, for my home, but also for other people that were just waiting in the queue. Okay. And so, as you know, I'm Polish, right? For those of you who don't know, I'm Polish. And so a lot of people complained that there is no, um, nothing in Polish. There's no book in Polish. And I have recorded many meditations. I have a meditation. I have a CD called Successful Heart that people can buy on my website. And people loved it. Thousands of people listened to it, right? And they say, this is so great. And the morning meditation uh, it's being used by so many people and they love it. They say it gives wonderful start to the day. If I listen to your meditation, then I have a different day. If I don't, it's not so great. So the Polish people um, are saying to me, Gosia, why don't you record it in, in, in Polish? Uh, I said, I will, I will, I will. And I kept on procrastinating. Well, I don't have the right microphone. I don't have the studio, access to the studio. I've All this bullshit, you know. More, you know the, all this all this bullshit that we that we come up with anyway but it, it, it's true that i didn't have enough time and now um i just felt people need this so much more than ever before because we are so uncomfortable with what's happening this unknown fear of death fear of going bankrupt fear of not being able to feed your family and so i thought it's not just my duty now to do that quickly, but it's also a deepest level of desire to help people. So I basically ignored the fact that I didn't have a proper, you know, equipment. I sat down, I wrote it down. It wasn't perfect. Yes. And I don't think it's time for, be, for being perfect now. It's time for contribution. It's time to show up fully. So I, um, I recorded it uh, in 15 minutes, sent it out to people. And they said, thank you so much. Why did we have to wait for it for 15 years? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that was one thing. And um, it's given me time to think about this podcast and create it, right? I wouldn't have normally had time in between my clients and all the busy lives that my, my friends have and my partner has. I wouldn't have time to do that, right? And so... <clears throat> So this whole situation of this coronavirus has on one level uh, forced me um, to, to, um, to do something and show up fully. But on the other hand, it gave me time to start thinking about things that I wanted to do for a long time. And also, you see, um, now I also have time to think about creating an application for the phone called No More Fear, right? So that will be connected to my book and it will give people very quick relief from panic, drama, uh, well, essentially being afraid so they can focus on their heart, they can tap into their intuition and feel peaceful in the midst of chaos. If it wasn't for coronavirus, I would have never ever had time to do so. And just generally speaking, this spaciousness that I look at my diary and it's clean, I can't tell you, Woon, how delighted I am that for the first time in my life, uh, my calendar is empty and peaceful and flowing and 
I'm in the moment cre doing what I want to do and I want to do and my energy takes me. And some people are panicking. My, my calendar is empty. I cannot tell you how delightful it is for me. Wow. <laughs> I'm so glad that you, you've sort of taken those steps and now it's, uh, it's coming together, like all of these yes. things. And I, 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 I listened to your meditation. Those amazing, like so impactful. And I'm pretty sure whatever app that is going to be created is going to impact so many more people. Absolutely. I think so too. And I also wanted to add something, uh, one, is that um, a lot of my friends and my clients feel the same. So I've noticed that for people who are in the field of making a difference and contributing to people, they tend to be doing really well. They're focusing, they're creating things, they're showing up in social media, they're um, recording uh, programs and they're asking themselves, how can I help? How can I make a bigger difference? Yes, uh, let alone the fact that they have time to, to do things like rest, sleep, watch uh, things they wanted to watch, have fun and be with their family. And I think that um, we are actually observing the, the birth of new world, that the way we worked before, the way we lived, uh, it's crumbling. And we are collectively asked to think about what are we going to create instead. And, and I also want to ask, uh, well, tell you something rather crazy, <laughs> but let's be honest with our listeners who, you, mm -hmm. who you've got here. I have, um, uh, as one of my tools that I use, uh, abilities, uh, because I'm intuitive, I tend to talk to uh, different parts of people so I'm talking to people's souls, the angels. Sometimes I was even requested to talk to people who've passed away, although I'm not, a, I'm not a, a medium by any means, but it has helped my clients profoundly during the sessions. And I learned that we can co connect and communicate with any aspects of our being. Um, we can communicate with a tree, with an animal, with a child who is baby, small and cannot speak if we use a different part of our brain. And so I've decided to communicate with coronavirus as well. And I've asked coronavirus questions. And uh, some people may think I'm crazy, but I found it very powerful and, and, and helpful. And the coronavirus said, I haven't come here to kill you people. It's not my intention. I've come here to teach you how to live. Very interesting. I've come here to wake you up to the way you truly need to live, to look after yourself properly, others, and the planet. And anyway, I've had a long chat with the coronavirus, but that was the essence. So, you know, I cannot help myself uh, from being quite excited about what's happening. So amidst all the drama and the growing numbers of people who are dying, and I'm sad about that, but there's part, the other part of me that feels in deep trust that the cleansing, the healing, the waking up that we're undergoing was totally necessary. Wow. I'm glad you shared that with the yeah. audience. You think so? Yes. I think it's a... It's a 
it's it's a brilliant message that you're sharing there. But knowing you, it, you know, I I'm not too surprised, but you know, um, I'm glad you shared it. And and you know, uh, when I would like to add more thing because it keeps on sort of flowing through my mind and my heart as we're speaking that I have um, I've had many challenges in my life which we may or may not talk about, but um, one of the things that I have learned very quickly is that what we often consider to be the worst time of our life turns out to be the best. And so um, it may not feel like that in, in the, people may not feel like that while it's all happening, but if they trust the process, they don't fight it too much, but they listen to their soul, they come out on the other side as the winner. <clears throat> and um, shouldn't be coughing to the microphone. <laughs> I will learn that as I go along. And so one of, one of these uh, examples is that um, we, when we have a challenge in our life, if you basically stop for a moment and ask yourself, what is the best thing about it? If there were some blessings in right in the middle of the situation, what could be the best thing about it? Yes. Um, and that was one of the most powerful um, elements that I've used in my therapeutic approach with my clients, but also um, that I am seeing that if it's applied right now, it doesn't make this whole process difficult for people. It, it makes it bearable and sometimes quite, quite easy, right? And so, um, for instance, when I work with cancer patients, and you know, I, I've worked for over 20 years with cancer patients, I've often asked them at the beginning of the session, what would you say were the biggest blessings of you being sick? And parts of the, uh, the people, the, the ladies would say to me, um, this is a silly question. There's a silly question. There's nothing good about that. They would get annoyed with me, but about 70% of women would say, ha, I can't really speak about that with most people because they would get annoyed with me, but I can tell you, Gosha, that getting cancer was one of the biggest blessings and transformations in my life. And it's the, 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 the silver lining, right? And I said, what, what is it? And they would say different things. Finally, I've learned how to love myself. Finally, I decided that I am important, more important than my busy work, my clients, my, even my family, you know? I have stopped from running around. I've changed my job that I don't like. I have uh, started meditating, I started breathing, I started exercising, I started eating better. I started paying attention to what I love. And that's why they said, I've noticed very quickly that the cancer was just an invitation to change the life that I didn't enjoy, but I was in trance, right? And so when we look at the, the difficulties and drama in life like that, we, we are the true winners because then we can utilize anything that can happen. The good, that's fantastic, but the bad, we can turn it into success. Wow, that's so lovely. Uh, thanks for sharing that. I think that's a super, super powerful message that you just shared. Um, and it's, I think I've, I've heard you say this quite a few times, but I think it's a, it's a really, really good message that there's always the silver lining Always. So I think we are sort of coming to an end of this interview. 
Is there anything you would like to share or one last thing that you want to share with the audience? Well, um, what I would really love you to, to do is to know for sure that you have the most incredible skills, abilities at your disposal. That is your intuition, your heart, your inner wisdom, you call it the way you want to call it. And, you know, often people come to see me for a session and there is a point when we tap into intuition and they ask me questions. What should I do with my job? What should I do with my boss who bullies me? What should I do with this or that? And I often see immediately the answers pouring into my higher self. And then I ask them uh, the same question. Well, what do you think you should do with this or that? And when they remove the fear and stand in their heart, connect with their heart, they always, every single person knows what the answer is. So we spend a lot of time pretending uh, that we don't know, rushing around, looking outside, trying to find answers outside. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is okay because, you know, uh, that's the point of podcasting, right? You're learning from other people. It's wonderful. But whatever you hear, run it through your own sieve and, and check, does it feel right to me? Does it feel true to me? I, for instance, have belonged to lots of different groups and I've gone to courses where there is a specific way of selling. And every time I was put upon this um, selling or I was the, uh, the person who was sold to, I never felt comfortable. And, but I was always saying to myself, come on, Gosha, you need to follow the, those people because they know what they're doing. They're doing great. They're making an impact. They're making money. But every time I did that, it, was, it got, went against every single fiber in my being. But I did it a few times. And, and then I thought to myself, what is the actual truth of that for me? What is the best way for me to do that? And the answer came very different. And so the same thing with you guys. You have the answer to every single question that you may have. But yeah. ask good questions. Don't ask questions like, what's wrong with me? Will I ever make money? Um, will I ever uh, turn this bad situation around? Why do I always go bankrupt or <laughs> whatever, right? Don't ask questions that point to where you don't want to go. Ask questions that inspire you and show you where, to, where you want to go. So for instance, ask wise questions in the morning in order to have the most efficient, delightful day. What do I need to do? Then don't only ask your head, ask your heart. Yes. Ask um, in order to make the biggest dif difference in this world with who I am and what I have. What do I need to be? What, what do I need? How do I need to be? What do I need to do? Um, what is the most important thing that I need to do in my life to make the biggest difference to myself and to others? So ask questions that you may not have the immediate answers in that moment, but you may sleep on it and it will come to you through a book, through a talk, through a podcast, through a chat with a friend. So stay connected with your heart. Uh, read my book. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our podcast. Uh, and um, 
trust your trust yourself trust your heart and i guarantee you if you ask your intuition wise questions you will get faster where you need to get but much faster and uh, it will be a much more joyous trip that's a really really good closing advice for people ask questions ask good questions ask positive questions that allows you to go somewhere that you want to go yeah so thank you very much gosha i think that's um that's been a very good episode and i'm pretty sure people will find it so useful yes and anybody who wants to contact me whether you want to listen to my videos uh, whether you want to get the uh, the app at some point when it's ready or um, you want to ask Everybody me a question. Everybody should get that app. Everybody listening yes. to this. Yes, well, we all have fears. It. Even I get it. You know, I some, a few days ago, I was really, really distressed. Something happened to me and I was really, really out of my s- s- source. And I put my meditation on. And, and I was thinking, gosh, I feel so peaceful within... 15 minutes, I felt like a new, new person. I was thinking, good, I'm reading my own book and I'm listening to my own um, you know, meditations, then probably it will be useful for other people. So if you guys want to contact me, go to, just put Gosha Gona, G-O-S-I-A, G-O-R-N-A, and you find me on my website, goshagona.com, on Facebook, uh, on LinkedIn, and find me anywhere. Thank you very much, Gosha. It's been a pleasure learning from you, listening to your answers. All those who are listening to this podcast, we'll see you on the next episode. Wonderful. Have a wonderful day, guys. Thank you for listening. We would love to hear from you. Please share with us what you found useful and inspiring about this episode. If you know somebody who is making a big difference in the world and we should interview them, let us know. Please drop us an email at storiesofexpansion@gmail.com, at gmail.com and we'll see you in the next episode.